Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, good morning everybody. It is wonderful to see you all. A big welcome to everyone here and also for all those tuning in at home on podcasts, we do extend a really big welcome to you. So on the back of what David has just said, poor Dave is very poorly. He had a perfect belly, thank God, the whole of his stay in India. He comes back, he said he got to Euston and it started feeling just a bit on the dodgy side. And then that level of dodginess got higher and higher and higher. And my first question was, is it contagious? Will me and the children get it? Because I cannot be ill. I have no time to be ill. But bless him. Do pray for him. And uh, we do believe that he'll be back. Back with us on Sunday. Maybe wearing some garments. Maybe I'll be wearing some garments. We'll wait and see. Maybe we'll turn all Indian next week. I won't tell you. We'll wait and see. But uh, yeah, we do thank God and he's got some great stories to share with us all. So this morning, just for a few moments, I'm going to share some thoughts with us all on uh, freedom. And obviously today we've been remembering Remembrance Sunday. And in our two minutes of silence, I'm sure you, like me, would have thanked God and thank those people that laid down their lives so that we could have the freedom that we experience today, so that many across the world could have the freedom that they now stand in because others were willing to lay down their lives and sacrifice so much. And today we live in a world where, thank God, Slavery is looked down upon and there's people throughout our world that are working hard to stamp out slavery and injustice of any kind so that we can all enjoy the freedom that we believe God wants us to live in. And freedom is something that God wants for each and every one of our lives. What does it mean to be free? The state of being free or at liberty, is to experience a freedom rather than experiencing a confinement or experiencing something where we have physical restraint. And I thank God today that many of us have never been caught up in slavery. But if I were to ask you the question today, are you free? I wonder what your response would be. Because I'm sure, like me, many of us would say, of course I'm free, Leanne. I'm free. I'm free to wear what I want. I'm free to go where I want. I'm free to talk with whom I want to talk to. Maybe you're free to marry who you want to marry. But actually, if I dig a little bit deeper and ask you, are you really free? Or is there a little bit of you that is actually a slave to something 
maybe your response would be different. Because I actually think the reality is that all of us want to be completely free. But there's areas in each and every one of our lives where if we're really honest with ourselves and honest in front of Jesus, we're not actually free. We're still confined into some sort of slavery. There's still something that's tying us up and wrapping us up. You see, to be a slave to something in your life means that that thing has still got a hold over you. Whether it's a strong hold over you, whether it's a weak hold, it's still got a hold. To be a slave to something for you may mean that that particular issue calls the shots in your life. It makes the final decisions. It has the final word over different things. Maybe the thing that you can find yourself a bit of a slave to affects your emotions, your behavior, even the way you speak, the stuff that comes out of you. Well, what can some of these things be? Just to throw them out, maybe for you, actually, some of your freedom is lost in the fact that you just have stinking thinking in your head. And we all have days where we have stinking thinking. Maybe you have negative thought patterns, stuff that comes in your mind that wraps you up. It takes away that little bit of your freedom. But actually, those thoughts end up, you end up becoming a slave to those negative thoughts. Maybe there's some of us here today, and there's no shame in this, but we're, we're still battling with addictions. There's stuff in our life that you're here and you're like, I want to let go of it. It's messing me up. It's taking away some part of my freedom. Well, guess what? There's no condemnation here. Because we all battle. We all struggle. Maybe that's an area for you. Maybe there's fears in your life. Maybe fears to the degree that there's fears that you feel, fears in your mind, fears in your spirit, and they just come and they just rob you. They just take away from you from the freedom that Jesus really wants you to know. Maybe you've got huge concerns about the future, decisions to make. Maybe you're so worried about what everybody else thinks about you and what everybody else's opinion is of you, that you become a slave to those thoughts. You become a slave to what will everybody say what will everybody think of me? Hey, why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, she's not talking about you, don't worry. <laughs> Go on. She's not talking about you. She's evidently talking about herself this morning. See, truth is, you may see yourself in a few of those things. And I haven't got time to unravel the rest of the stuff. But truth is, we're all caught up. We're all bound by certain things where we're not experiencing the real freedom that Christ wants to bring us into. And what does the Bible say about this? 
And one main verse we're just going to look at for a few seconds is Galatians chapter 5, and it's verse 1. Verse 1. And I'm going to read it from the message translation. So just follow me for the moment. And here's what it says. Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. I'm reading that in the message. Maybe if we can have the message version up there, that would be perfect. If we can't, no worries. Christ has set us free to live a free life. And we're just going to pause there first real quick. You see, true freedom, I believe, as a Christian, is only found in Jesus. Because what have we been remembering and partaking in this morning? Communion, the cross. And it sounds so basic, but true freedom is only found in Jesus. It's only found in what his work at the cross accomplished. You see, the world would tell you and me that true freedom is doing exactly what you want, when you want, with who you like, how you want. That's what we're told. You switch on your TV, you go on Facebook, you go and speak to someone. The world tells us that freedom, you just do what you want. Whatever makes you happy, that's the big one now. Whatever makes you happy, you just do that. And we're told that if you just do whatever makes you happy, you'll be free. You'll be happy. But actually, do you know where that comes from? That comes from the enemy. That is an absolute lie. Because actually, if we look a bit deeper and open our eyes a bit wider, you look at your family, your friends, your colleagues that don't know Christ, that live like that, are they free? I'll tell you what they are. They are more tied up. They are in more knots. They are in more mess. They are in more slavery to stuff that holds them than they would dare to want to confess and to want to be. Because actually, the only place for freedom is in Jesus Christ. There's nowhere else to find freedom. People may say to me, oh, but you're religious, Leanne. You have to do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. Don't you find that difficult? Don't you find that boring? Don't you find that restricting? Actually, no. Following Jesus brings liberty and freedom that you will experience nowhere else. Nowhere else. There's only freedom in Jesus Christ, not in other religions, not in doing what you want. The only freedom is found in Jesus Christ. You see, if you choose God's way of living, you'll know freedom. You'll know freedom more than what your mate down the pub or anything that can be offered you will ever give you. You'll know true freedom as you choose to follow Christ. Christ has set us free. And it says next, so take your stand. Take your stand. See, 
if you stand on something, don't worry, I'm not going to do it. If I stood on this stool now, if you came and stood on this stool and you took your stand on this stool, you're not just falling on top of this stool standing up. It doesn't just accidentally somehow happen that, oh, look, Naomi's standing on the chair. I wonder how that happened. She couldn't have noticed it. When you take your stand, you're doing something intentional. You're fixing your mind. You're saying, I am now about to climb onto the stool. And it's like this verse is saying, your only freedom, your true freedom is in Christ so if that's the way you're going to live, take your stand. What does take your stand mean for you? Maybe take your stand means for you, you're going to say, no, I am going to choose not to go with those people to that place. Because why? It's going to tie me up. It's going to take away my freedom. It's going to lead me down paths I don't want to go down. Maybe for you, taking your stand is, no, I'm going to turn the TV off now. It's 10 o'clock at night. That program that I'm about to cast my eyes on is not going to help me. It's not going to do my spirit any good. No, I'm not going to go on that website because that website will then lead me to that website, which I know is not good for me. And I don't want to be under those influences. No. I'm not now going to get my credit card out and buy that thing that's just flashed upon my screen that says I'll be super happy if I buy this at this bargain price because actually I can't afford it, I don't need it, and I'm not just going to act on my impulse. That's you taking your stand because you're making a decision on purpose. Friends, we've got to make decisions on purpose. We can't just stumble out of bed and roll down the street of our life and just think, I'll just do whatever. We've got to make decisions. We've got to take our stand based on the word of God. You've got to be intentional about the freedom that Christ has given you. You've got to be intentional that actually I'm not going to let situations and people and decisions take my freedom away from me that Christ has given me. And the very last bit of this, and I love it in the message version, it says, never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. You see, friends, I've had three little kids, and we've done lots of school runs, and I've had to use something called Rains. Parents, give me, a, give me a wave if you... Naomi's laughing, so is Philippa. They do have their place, friends. Because you put a child on a rain, if you see them going towards the road and you're shouting, stop, stop, and they just turn around and smile at you, and there's a big farm foods van coming down the road, you know you're going to pull them back with those reins. You're not just going to say to them, well, be careful now and just let them run. You're going to pull them back. You see, a harness, a rein. Thank you, Lawrence. He's a good fella, isn't he? <laughs> a harness, a rein, it confines you. 
it holds you back. Can you run away from me, Lawrence? It doesn't fully allow you to go and to be everything that you want to do. Because the rain symbols confinement. And here, this, this verse is incredible because it's saying to you, come on, friends, come on, children of God. Don't, don't go back into all that stuff that puts a rain on you. Don't go back into that way of living. Don't make decisions that tie you up that take away your freedom, that confine you. You see, God, God wants Lawrence to run into his destiny. Come on, Lawrence, run. Run, Lawrence. Off the stage, run. Run, Lawrence, run. Come on, run, Lawrence, run. <laughs> he can't do it. Try it again, Lawrence, run. <laughs> he can't do it. Why? Because there's a rain on him. There's a harness on him. And I believe this verse is saying, stand in your freedom. Make decisions that are going to allow you to grow in the freedom that Christ has given you. And don't let stuff, situations, people start to put a rain on you. Because God has got so much for you to run into. God's got so much for Lawrence to run into, but at the moment, he can only get so far. Granted, he can go a few steps. He's not tied to me. He can't go down to the front door. He can't go down to the back of the aisle. Why? Because he's got a rain on him. He's not fully free. He's not fully in his freedom. Thank you, Lawrence. Let's give him a round of applause. What a sport. What a sport. You see, what has a hold over you? What's your reign? We've all got one. We've all got several. Me included, all of us. What's having a hold over your life? Maybe it's stinking thinking. Maybe you've got to change the way you think about yourself. Think about your life. Maybe there's fears. Maybe you so want to do things, but you're so scared. You're so fearful. What if it goes wrong? What if people laugh at me? What if I trip up? What if you don't? What if you don't? Maybe there's just stuff from the past, memories from the past, disappointments from the past, bad memories, and they're holding you back. They're holding you back. You can't run into everything God's got for you. Maybe there's just areas of just stuff that you're wrestling with, struggles that you're wrestling with, hidden sin, stuff that it's holding you back. It's holding you back. It's for, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. And real quick this morning, as I come into land... What are we meant to do? Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 2 says this. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily 
entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. God wants you to run, friends, into everything he's got for you. We have got untapped dreams, giftings, potential in this room. And God wants you to run into everything because he gave it all for you. The cross, let me tell you, was the most agonizing, horrendous, humiliating, torturous death there ever was. And that was the death that God chose his son to die by. It was not a quick death. It was not a pretty death. Jesus was, the agony he experienced is beyond our comprehension. And he did that for your freedom. He did that for my freedom. If he was willing to go to that extremes, it's because he, know, he knows he loves you so much. He's got so much for you to run into. So I'm just going to give us two, two things, I believe, that can help us to live in a greater freedom than maybe what we have done before. And the first one is freedom thinking. Freedom thinking. You've probably heard it before, but every battle is won or lost there. All about the mind. You can do what you want with your body and the outside, but everything is either won or lost in the mind. And I believe that for many of us, we need to practice and we need to discipline ourselves to be freedom thinkers. What does that mean? Well, are your thoughts bringing you freedom or confinement? Are your thoughts setting you to live in God's freedom or are your thoughts shutting you down, making you smaller, making you believe, I can't do it, it's going to go wrong, they're all going to laugh at me, I'm not good enough to do that. I believe God wants us to be freedom thinkers to think, do you know what? God is with me. And if the creator is with me, just maybe he's got something good planned for me today. Just maybe if he died on the cross for me, maybe he has got hope for my life. And 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 says this, take every thought into captivity that holds us back. And often I'll be walking to school and I might have a thought come into my mind, a negative thought, a stinking thinking thought. And I will say, no, no, I'm not having that. I'm not going to believe that thought. I'm not going to dwell on that thought. What am I doing, friends? I'm taking that thought into captivity. And I'm saying, no, that thought is not going to win me. That thought is not going to bring me down. That thought is not going to now tie me up. I'm not going to become a slave to that negative thought. We're doing what the word says. We're taking it into captivity. How's he thinking? Are you thinking freedom? Or are you thinking thoughts that are binding you up? Friends, you can start today. You can change your thinking today. You can start to think freedom thoughts that are going to propel you into God's will. And the second thing 
is freedom talking? How's your speech? Is your speech confessing freedom? Or is your speech confessing confinement? Tying you up? Our speech is so important. Words are not just words. Every word that rolls off your tongue is a prophetic statement over your life. Everything. You're creating things with your words around you. And can I say this? Every spiritual force is hearing your words. The forces of good, Jesus, and his kingdom, but also the enemy hears your words. That's why our words are so important, because we prophesy things with our words. And someone said to me just recently, Leanne, for about a year, I was saying negative stuff. I was almost prophesying, oh, that's not going to work. That's going to go wrong. They're going to be ill. She said, and guess what? It started happening. And I thought to myself, everything I've been saying is coming to pass in a negative way. And this person said to me, so I've decided to change. I am now speaking out positive words. I'm speaking out the truth of God. I'm speaking out the promises of God. She said, and guess what's happening? It's coming to pass. You've got to start speaking freedom over your life. Because every word you say, you're prophesying it over your life. You're prophesying it over your world. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the... Put it all out. Stick it out to me, your tongue. There they are. Nice one. That, that's where your power is. Oh, surely it's in the muscles, Leanne, or the brains, or the computers, or the phone. Facebook, maybe. No. It's all in there. It's all in there. It's all in that tongue. Power and life are all in there. You need to speak God's truth over your life daily. I've put a two-minute timer for my children. You're going to laugh now. This is for them to brush their teeth with. Because they're cheeky monkeys and they brush their teeth in about 30 seconds. They tell me they're clean. I say, no, they're not. Go back. So I brought them a timer of two minutes and said, when that's finished, you've brushed your teeth properly. But friends, do you know what some of us need to do every day? You can buy this for 56p on Amazon. You need to go get yourself a timer. You need to set it every day at home, by yourself, in your car, in the toilet, at work. I don't, it doesn't matter, wherever. And for two minutes a day, I challenge you, I encourage you, speak out freedom over your life. For two minutes, speak out the promises of God. Speak out the truth of God. Speak out things that are going to bless your life. For two minutes, change the stinking thinking to, God is with me. God loves me. God has a plan for me. God's going to help me come through. God's going to help bring me out of the stuff that's holding me back. For two minutes a day, doesn't sound like much, but two minutes a day will start to form something in your life. And I'm going to finish today in a moment by reading an incredible, popular, well-known poem that's out 
many people. But before I do, I want to finish with this thought. Your freedom is not just about you. Friends, this gets me so much. You see, the more free you are in Christ, the more free you will enable other people to be. You see, as you grow in your freedom, you will be about your business and God may say, go talk to that person, go share your faith with that person, go give that person a financial gift, go pray for healing over that person. And the freer you are, the freer you'll be to say, yes, Lord, I'm going to go. I don't care if I feel a little bit silly. I don't care if my face goes a little bit red and I get a bit embarrassed and a bit tongue-tied because I'm going to walk free. I'm going to obey. I'm going to go and speak to that person. I'm going to go bless that person. I'm going to go and lunge out in, in, in the gift that I feel you've given me. See, your freedom is not just about you. There's people hanging off your freedom. What I mean by that is there's lives that are yet to be influenced by you when you start to step into that freedom more. To some of you, Jesus is saying, come on, let me loose your tongue more. Come on, let me loose it. I've got people I want you to go and witness to. I've got people I want you just to go and pray with. Their freedom is dependent on your freedom. And I don't want to hold anyone back in my life because I can't get free. Because I'm too bothered about what other people think about me. Friends, we just got to start being bothered about what everyone thinks. Now, I'm not saying you go out and act like a lunatic. That's not good either. But sometimes we've got to get over ourselves. We've got to get past ourselves. And we've got to say, God, I'm going to step out into this life of freedom because other people's freedom it hangs on you it hangs on you only your life can influence some other people in your world I can't do it the person next to you can't God needs you to be free Our Deepest Fear by Marianne Williamson our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking back so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let, as you let, your light shine. You 
unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. God wants you to be free. God wants you to shine. The freedom of many people depends on you. You don't do it alone. You don't do it in your own strength. You take every day, you take every step with the power of the Holy Spirit. But God's got a greater freedom for every single individual in this room because we're all on a journey. None of us have reached there. We've all got many steps to take ahead of us. But this morning, we're just going to sing just the chorus of this great song. And it's called, many of you know it, No Longer Slaves. And the chorus says, I'm no longer a slave to fear. But friends, we don't sing that once and we're done. This should be the anthem of our life over and over again. That as we sing this this morning, think of those things where you know, I get tied up in this area. I struggle in this area. I need to know God's freedom in this area. As you sing it, sing truth over those areas that God's going to bring you through. And he wants to bring you into a greater sense of freedom. So I'm going to encourage us, invite us now to stand and to sing the chorus of this song. And this morning, if you feel you just want someone to pray with you, we're not going to ask you what the issue is. But if you want someone to pray with you, that you will know a greater sense of God's freedom, then I'm going to quickly invite you to come to the front. We're only going to take a couple of moments to do this. And we're just going to pray with you, believing for a greater sense of God's freedom. And then we're going to be wrapping up and finishing. So why don't we stand together this morning? The band are going to lead us. And I invite you just to come quickly to the front if you would like us to pray with you this morning. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.